We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting there. Super hyped about it. Okay. Colonization is fun that way. Interesting. Welcome to another episode of Conversations on Our Way. It's the 9th of February, 2021. I'm Flo. And I am Sam. Yule. (laughs) (laughs) And today we thought that we'd have a very, very lovely, quick catch-up, casual conversation. But really, Mm -hmm. it's a sanity check that we we did one. When did we do the last one? Uh, Last one was... The last one that we officially did, I call a sanity check, was episode 11. Sanity mm. checks meaning meaning of death and aliens. I don't really oh. remember what we talked about that. Me episode. neither, but I'm pretty sure it was probably just like one of those continuous flow conversations. Yeah. Did we As talk about aliens? I don't remember. Um I don't I don't remember what whether we did or not, but I could imagine what I said on it. Yeah. We did de- well yeah. if 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 it, it was in the title, we definitely talked about it. So yeah, yeah. I, I I can imagine the opinion then Flo would have about yep. said aliens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on to another topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's been happening recently, in a sense? Um, this actually, it's beginning of February. We're having a very early Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. and to Lunar New Year is on Friday. Which Friday, which is Friday, the twelfth of February. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but I guess because everyone is still living in the pandemic world, mm. usually I'm overseas with um, in Asia, mm-hmm. so it's a very different feel in terms of Lunar New Year. But I think in Australia, they've definitely adopted a lot more cultural practices and mm-hmm. recognizing the holiday in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a marketing, <laughs> a marketing like- opportunity. <laughs> I think but it's because, well, we like, have a big Asian community. Yeah, it's we have a big Asian community in Melbourne, in Sydney, oh. and pretty sure other cities as well. And we all the cities have a little Chinatown. So. Yeah, I love that. You know, I love the fact that every major city there's a Chinatown. Yeah, it, I always find find found that a bit weird, I guess, because like a lot of cities in the states as well have Chinatowns, but mm-hmm. there's no like like a town for another country it's not as common yeah so i think like i i like the idea of it because in Mm -hmm. the sense it's like um when chinese immigrants Mm -hmm. went over into this particular city area whatnot it's just like they knew who they were they set up shop they they just conquered in a small area (laughs) Just like, our country, I'll, I guess we'll take a small, small section, a small street, <laughs> <laughs> and they they stay very true to their nature, yep. or where mm-hmm. they're from, which part of China they're from, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, because um, when you enter Chinatown, it literally feels like China. Yeah, like, the street, so, like, the ambience feels very different, like a street away. Mm. So. Mm. It's just like they've they've completely adopted and accepted. Yep. This is who we are. We're not yep. changing a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of I think I saw a meme or either someone sent it through or something. I've seen it before, but it's like the only restaurant that you'll never get asked whether the food is okay, and it's like all Chinese restaurants or yum cha places because they mm. know the food is good. <laughs> yeah, 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 like that. That's actually something I do think about. Like. When I have a meal at a Western restaurant, 
and mm-hmm. they come and ask me how the food is too often, I actually get annoyed. Mm, like, you're just like, should I be questioning of what, what, how this experience? Like I, yeah, I know it's their their etiquette and like to be a good waiter to constantly think about if you're enjoying it and making sure you if you need anything else from mm-hmm. them. But mm-hmm. like a lot of the time, they're just interrupting a, like a good conversation. Mm. And I, yeah. I just don't like that. <laughs> leave me <I> be. <laughs> leave me and my food to peace. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But I think um, overseas, potentially in places like um, the states or Canada, it's mm-hmm. because they're, they're on a tipping structure. Mm, and true. Mm. Whereas in Australia, I don't think they do that as much. I think if they do ask, it is because you know it's they're exceptional. More, yeah. They also want the customer feedback and things mm. like that rather mm. than like over in the States that, you know, the waiters and waitresses need to work for the tips in a sense mm. oh. um, to make up the differences in their wages. Yep. Mm. yep. So it just kind of like a different like service structure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do feel like sometimes if they ask too many times, you're just like, is there something I'm meant to catch out? Like, yeah. <laughs> Am I meant to taste this like extra ingredient that was not supposed to be there, but you guys did it accidentally? <laughs> yeah, am I not eating this thing right? Or yeah. But, but yeah, but um, you don't get that in Chinese restaurants. They just leave you alone because they just know. Like, yeah. the saying always goes like, the dirtier the Chinese restaurant, the the better the food. But sometimes <laughs> there is some truth to that. I'm not gonna lie. There's definitely some truth to that, but I think yeah. it's also it's not just so much. Um, necessarily the food is dirty but it's more so it's like um one they're very it's either simple they're not mm. trying to hide anything yeah um but also half of the experience i think is mm. the authentic mm. ambience yeah the o- the floor has to be oily you have to slip <laughs> a little every time you walk like when you when you put your arms on the table, it just kind of sticks a bit. Yeah, that, it wobbles the, a little. Yeah, the authentic experience. Yeah. No, but we're also thinking about like a Malaysian kind mm. of um, kitchen and things like mm. that. So, mm. like, I definitely feel like the Malaysian food in Australia is mm. nothing in comparison to yeah, back no in way. Malaysia. No way. Even though that it's like it's not bad here, but it's mm-hmm. it's not the same. But I think half of it is because it's not as it's like it's like too clean. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I don't know why because I definitely know our uh, ingredients. I, 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 yeah, I I don't know for sure, but like I would assume that our quality the quality of our ingredients are, is probably better. Yes, definitely. But it doesn't taste better, so yeah, I don't know why. It's pro maybe it's because like we grew up, like well I grew up in like but you, yeah you say I, grew back up enough yeah. uh, good yeah. enough good enough good enough good enough go back enough <laughs> yeah um grew up in Malaysia so it's there's that nostalgic factor to it so we that's all, true yeah we're always that's thinking true. Malaysian the one in Malaysia was always the best it's no yes. comparison so that is true I don't know. you gotta be like you know the, in the humidity and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly, because oh, yeah. um, I often have this con- this conversation about Vietnamese pho, mm-hmm. uh, because I have a few Vietnamese friends, and in Melbourne, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. known to like. There's only a few places known to the the Vietnamese community to, um, that have <laughs> good pho. 
and mm-hmm. anywhere else they just don't acknowledge they say oh that's that's trash uh-huh. don't don't even they don't even acknowledge they really think about like they will try it so it's i think it's only in footscray and mm-hmm. in springvale those are the two places yes springvale yeah. so, <laughs> and when i say oh i go to this my lo- my usual place is this place in footscray and if i say that mm-hmm. to a vietnamese person they'll be like like they they're prepared they know the they they know they know the uh, they know the right answer and they're like about to judge me on what answer i say and i just say the name of the restaurant and they're like okay i accept that <laughs> it's like you have passed the test <laughs> you have passed the test it's either that or the other one anything else don't talk to me yeah. <laughs> we will acknowledge your existence now <laughs> you have eaten at the right place <laughs> yeah so because of that i always think like oh if I actually do enjoy a Vietnamese dish, not from Footscray or Springville, just a random Vietnamese restaurant, like mm. in in the city or, or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have credibility to <laughs> s- say that it's actually good because I'm not Vietnamese. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't you know. Can't, you can't compete with people who like you know grew up on it and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they so. they know the dish, so yeah. The authenticity of it, you know, yeah. the roots and the origins. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But no, definitely. And it's the same thing. So Lunar New Year is celebrated by pretty much every Asian culture, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, most, most Asian cultures, yeah. We'll follow a lunar calendar instead mm-hmm. of um, a Western calendar. Mm-hmm. So do you have any particular um, customs that you do for New Year's? So my... Family, so the, that's pretty much the only um, holiday that my family celebrated growing up. Uh, we never really celebrated Christmas because in when I was in Malaysia, it never really meant anything to us because mm. we're not Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's was okay. We just had like maybe fireworks, but it was a big, big thing. But Chinese <laughs> New Year f- was a very big thing in my hometown. Mm. Like mm. a month before, like my mom would like, make us clean our rooms and like yeah clean clean everything made us go buy new clothes it was every year we had to buy new clothes we had to go do shopping for um like snacks because we would do visiting um during house Chinese tour year. yeah <laughs> house tours yeah that was a very big thing it was really fun so yeah yeah, yeah. but after yeah. moving to melbourne i got less of that we would yeah. just do um a, a family dinner good family mm. yeah mm. you so uh similar kind of respects mm-hmm. it's like when it just depends on how much family mm. you have around you mm. uh, but definitely i tend to do lunar new year in overseas in asia mm. so it's like a much bigger deal over there mm. but yeah it's pretty much the same things not so much buying of like new clothes and things like that but that's what i wanted to get into those those little customs in terms mm. of what you're meant to do for uh, having an auspicious year so mm. i guess you guys it's cleaning your rooms yeah. buying new clothes doing the snacks and the house tours and yeah. things like that i think um one of my mates tells me to eat a bowl of noodles or something yeah it's the like for um chinese new year eve's dinner you had to have like um the only thing I remember is you had to have fish. Oh, really? You just have to have fish because um, there is proverb in Chinese called um, nian nian yu yu. So mm-hmm. what it means is nian nian 
it means every year you you means um there's leftovers and you oh. you in Chi- chinese it's also mean, also means fish yeah so that means that's why you have to have fish so every year you'll have leftovers for the year after and then the year after then the year after so that's why you have to have have fish right yeah. so and there's like a lot of other sayings and that's why you you have to like have like seven dishes or at your Chinese New Year Eve dinner or something or, and stuff like that. I just don't remember because I'm not that superstitious. superstitious. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting how mm-hmm. um, in our culture, like we have this kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's like, it's so superstitious. Yeah. <laughs> having dumplings, having fish, mm-hmm. having um, glutinous rice balls, which is mm-hmm. tangyuan. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. It's so mm-hmm. good. Wachi and like the noodle thing I thought was interesting. Um, I think I might be, I might probably will be wrong, but uh, maybe uh, noodles is for longer life. Longevity. Noodle- Longevity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because noodles are long, so mm-hmm. yeah. And then like, you know, mandarins and oranges, well, mandarins more so than anything else. Oh yeah, true. You, you see that everywhere. I'm not sure why. Just, why uh, oranges? I don't know what this. I don't think it's orange. I think it's Mandarin specifically. I don't know whether it's because it. It's probably something to do with Chinese. the name. It's something to do with its name in Chinese. I don't know the name of mandarins in Chinese. Mm. Um, and somehow that links to another proverb. And yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's always like. Oh, yeah. One of the fun ones that is always, always good fun, especially you just do it with any time you have family um, on New Year's is um, Yisang. What? Do you have Yisang? It's the colorful salad that you kind of throw. Ah, like the toss. Yeah, the toss. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for for everyone listening, yisang is basically a very colorful salad. It's a mix of, I don't even know what's in it. It's like crackers, preserved vegetables, radishes, things like that. It's it's quite nice. It's quite sweet as well. There's like a honey honey glaze as well. you can have salmon fish in it as well. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that you get like ma- these major long, <laughs> really long chopsticks. And it's just one plate in the middle of the table. A so you get a big plate. table. Yeah, yeah, big plate, big table. You have to reach in to really get there. And you are meant to collectively, as a group, lift the salad like with your chopsticks. Not the plate, but the salad bits itself. <laughs> and then lift it to the sky as high as possible and drop it. Back into the plate, yeah, and yeah, go up pre- and down, like yeah, mixing it. Salad, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, and you're meant to like scream out, like you know, wishing good fortune, <laughs> good happiness, wealth, longevity, um, prosperity, uh, mm. um, happiness, love, all <laughs> those things. And in every single year, I think we would have that at multiple households too. It's like. Just every single meal, just like mm. have a yisang because it is a salad, realistically. But yeah, and it is, it is a fun thing, I guess. Yeah, fun thing being to do. loud. Yeah, <laughs> excuse to be loud. Mm. I yeah. think when I was a kid, I never really understood these superstitions, mm. so I never really appreciated them that much. But yeah. now, then, when I'm I'm a bit older, I, I I can kind of see why people do it. It's not really about why you do it. It's it's just fun, I guess. Mm, it's like a good yeah. excuse to get everyone together, and it's kind mm. of like forcing, yeah. you know, 
to take a break from mm-hmm. everyone's day to day life, but also it's a it's a big family event, really. Yeah, because in every other respect, you could probably do things with with all the other holidays. You do things with your immediate family and things mm-hmm. like that. Whereas this is more of a uh, respects to the whole family, mm-hmm. uh, but also ancestry as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why that we do the house tours. And when we say house tours, we mean like we go around to a specific in a specific order of mm. hierarchy of the family in terms of eldest to youngest type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Um, obviously, not every single person. I mean, I guess some people may do everyone's houses, but um, yeah, just like recognizing. I use it as an excuse to kind of like really understand how big the family can get. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. otherwise, I. Don't really, yeah, you don't really get too much interaction with them otherwise throughout the year. Everyone kind of goes back to their own lives in a sense, but then, mm. you know, once a year you get back together, it's like, oh, nothing ended. Mm. How, how big is your, like, uh, uh, extended family? How many uncles do you have? How many aunties do you have? Immediate family? Uh, e- even just on one side, I've got oh. two aunts and three uncles. Mm. Uh, but that's just on like direct siblings on one side of the family type thing. Mm. Whereas like um that's that doesn't even include their cousins. <laughs> oh, do you would you visit your auntie's yeah, depends, cousins as well? It depends on oh no, it would be my dad's cousins or like my mom's cousins. Uh, because uh, it just because they would be doing the tour from like, you know, okay. grandparents and things. Yeah. But yeah, so that's so it'll be interesting. I think this year for everyone around the world, given that like everyone is still kind mm-hmm. of in the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and not many people are allowed to be in large, large groups. But it's also interesting to reflect that last year, I remember when the pandemic st- like when the when COVID nineteen first started really hitting the news. Um, and how people were concerned about, like, you know, Chinese New Year. And then they called the Great Migration for, Great for migration. people going. Yeah, because so many people go back to China to celebrate Chinese New Year, and then they go back to the rest uh, of the world. Fair, um, fair. Yeah. So it was just kind of interesting how the entire year has passed, and we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> Well, we have a vaccine now, so it's That's definitely get, getting somewhere. It's getting definitely yeah. getting better. Mm, so, hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's the concept of time is very interesting. Like, like just before we started recording, me and Sam uh, realized that we've been doing this for five months. <laughs> yeah, it's actually crazy. This is we are going into our sixth month of recording podcasts. Which is pretty crazy to me. I didn't, like, we just didn't realize how, like, because when I edit, yeah, when when I edit and I named the, um, we named the, uh, the, the new episodes, um, it's like, oh, episode 20, Uh, 22, mm. 21, 22. And now I have to, like, go, go into our dashboard and I'm like, okay, what number am I up to this time, this week? (laughs) And, then we, before we recording today's podcast, we put the numbers together and realize it's almost we're almost up to six months, which is ep- which will be episode twenty six. 
it's coming up. So yeah, it's coming up. And yeah. you know what's crazy? I just kind of like so we we were kind of surprised when we reframed it because at first we were like oh twenty second episode, and mm. then we realized like oh actually six months of podcasting in a sense. Yeah. And I'm just reframing it again. Technically, someone could listen to, let's say on average, because our episodes run between half an hour to an hour, an hour plus, right? Mm. So let's say every, like, they're about average an hour each. Mm. That's like 22 hours of content. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know a few people that listen to every episode. So shout, shout, out, to, shout out to them. They know who they are. Um, <laughs> and our regulars yeah. <laughs> we love you <laughs> like i have a friend last week last um i think start of wednesday because that's when we upload um mm. he he asked me yo i'm he text he texted me oh yo i'm on a long drive home now from work when are you uploading the episode and I told and I told him, oh, it's already up. Don't I got you. Don't worry. Like, wow, what a day! <laughs> this person knows who knows who he is. He he's probably listen probably listened to it tomorrow. Shout outs. Uh, we love you yeah. <laughs> and appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to get this person onto the podcast, but he um he says he well, the last time I asked him, he said, oh, in six months' time, he'll he'll come on. So. Oh. So I'm I, I'm excited to have this person this person on because he's one of my close friends and um, he has very interesting opinions as well. Do you reckon he said six months because it takes like when you do something for six months or longer, then it's like a real thing you're actually committed to doing. I uh, I don't know why he said six months. Um, he'll we'll probably ask him. <laughs> yeah. Um, me us talking about this right now, he'll probably tell me uh, to, uh, <laughs> tomorrow or the day after after he listens. So I'll find out and I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, but there's because there's also another friend that I want on to on this podcast, and mm-hmm. I asked I asked him and he said um, maybe down down the line, like in a few months' time, be, and I asked him why he said because he doesn't feel credible yet. Mm, okay, no, yeah. that's fair enough. But yeah. I think from now on, anyone who says like, "Oh, maybe down the line," give them a timeline because we'll mm. probably end up like suddenly six months later. Done. Yeah, you said six months. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. We, yeah. We are six, almost six months in. So I know. Pretty crazy. Nuts. Well, just another six months. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah. Another month. Um, but yeah, and also recently you, you just had, you said, we had Sam's birthday, guys. Yep. Yay! Can you insert like a, a clip that's like, yay! Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, sure. <laughs> like the, the clapping noise, wow. Um, oh yeah. Turned, uh, 24 over the weekend. Woo. Which was nice, I guess. That doesn't feel very different. Um. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this because birthdays to me aren't a very big thing. Some mm. of my friends like do do think it's a big thing, and I play along with it. Yeah, but to me, I don't. I think it's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah, but it's also good that in terms of a timing, you know, we're able to go out still and like you know mm. hang out with friends and yeah. things. Yeah, like and also uh, like. Because of the pandemic, like we uh, we can't really travel, right? 
So yes. this was actually the one of the like first year in a like a few years where I had all my friends in Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> because I, otherwise everyone would just be tra- just be traveling. traveling. The country, yeah, and I would just get a call. <laughs> oh, happy birthday! Yeah. I'm like, okay, thanks. So yeah, but it's also <laughs> close to Chinese New Year, so yeah, a lot of people would be overseas. Mm. Well, fun fact, um, fun mm. fact about Chinese New Year and my birthday. Mm. The my birthday is actually the first of the first day of the of every lunar year. Really? Yeah. So every Chinese new every Chinese new year, that's my lunar birthday. Wow. Yeah. You have a super auspicious birthday then. Yeah, I guess. I guess I do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what my. I I know that because it's easy to remember, and I my mom, my mom told uh because uh when we get we go visiting for Chinese New Year, I always get double the um red pockets because it's my birthday. So you're wow. supposed to get yeah. So that's why I remember. And I'm oh like, my days, nice. <laughs> nice. See, that's that's when that's a good birthday to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Mm. So. Oh, fair enough then. But wow, I did not. I don't even know what my lunar birthday is. Do I have one? Yeah, everyone has a lunar birthday. All right, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask my family what's mine. <laughs> I don't even know how to figure it out. <laughs> um, you can probably figure it. Like, you can do it. Probably figure it out online. Just Google like lunar calendar and try to match up your actual birthday on it. Oh, I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> All right, but um, while you do that, mm-hmm. um, I also want to talk about the movie Soul finally because hello, uh, <laughs> Florence Tan. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, finally watched my favorite were movie you, of all time. Were you gonna swear just then, Sam? No, 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 don't. but yeah she finally watched the movie after i told her for weeks that it's a really 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 good movie and she finally watched it yesterday (laughs) it's a good watch guys if Mm -hmm. you haven't seen the movie soul it's very heartwarming Mm -hmm. very but like okay we'll we'll talk about now spoiler alerts and things like that like if you haven't watched it yeah stop now or you know what just accept the fact that you're gonna hit spoilers and then go rewatch it again after but at the mm-hmm. same time it is worth watching it and forming your own opinion first um but we love it think about it that way um but yeah i i can feel this theme with disney that mm-hmm. they're trying to target like more mature themes mm-hmm. in kids mm-hmm. or it's like it's, yeah, it's it's an animated movie, so mm. I guess it'd be classified as like more of a kids geared movie. But I yeah, I really really enjoyed that. Yeah, it I can def- see why it's your yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is um, targeted towards uh, towards kids, but there's so there's so many themes that I don't think kids will fully fully understand until they grow up. So now I'm thinking back, like all the move, all the other movies that. Um, Pixar has, or Disney has come out with. I kind of want to rewatch them just to see what more if I can get more out of them because I've watched them as a kid. Like what, like Wally, like um, Cars, Toy Story, Bugs Life. Oh, be interesting. Yeah, just to see if I can 
get something a bit more out of them. Something I missed as a kid, you know? Yeah, fair so, enough. I'm saying Bugs Life would be interesting because I actually don't remember what Bugs Life was about. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the core plot. I just remember mm. them being bugs. <laughs> I remember Dude, the yeah. visuals. Yeah. Yeah. Wall- Wally, I can't, I quite I remember, I think. Most most of it. They the were trying to themes for Disney kids movies, I mm-hmm. feel like well when we were growing up it was more so like never give up. Mm-hmm. Um always go for your dreams, that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, but now it's yeah. It's more in depth, I think. Now it's like they're talking about like, you know, character character role changes. Obviously there's been a big trend towards um like female characters. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But also not so much doing what, you know, uh, what society thinks is best, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make decisions for yourself and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, but I think the beauty of Soul is that the, sim- the, ver- the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why they also have to make it very simple because it's a, it's a kid's movie. Um, mm-hmm. They have to try and simplify complex <laughs> human <laughs> The, uh, human struggles, I guess. Human problems. I don't know. I don't know how to describe describe it. But um, to simplify, yeah, very common adult human struggles. Mm. And, and kind of, in a sense, prepares them a bit better. I would say. I'd hope if they can understand the message. Yeah, I, I, I was about to say that like it prepares them for mm. life in the future, but I, if they don't really understand it, they won't see it as a significant scene. Like the, some scenes are very significant to me because it mm. kind of resonated. Didn't give me a, like yeah, resonated a lot. Didn't give me like full answers, but just puts in a slightly different perspective that made made it click in my mind so Mm. but actually you know what's probably more impactful is Mm -hmm. by them doing this it gives the parents um the opportunity or kind of like the baseline to start talking about this Mm -hmm. yep yep and like having the conversation or they're like oh what does this mean Mm. in a sense or encourage the kids to be like what is the spark what is the purpose of life in a sense um and start really questioning those yeah. kinds of things rather mm. than like leaving up for themselves to figure it out yeah also kind of changes the question of kind of like so when is my prince charming gonna come <laughs> true <laughs> true i agree which is like why can't i save the day all the time type thing mm-hmm. yeah. I, so yeah. more the got a catalyst for parents to start tackling these kinds of mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. or themes in a sense when when you when you were growing up um have you ever like you've definitely thought about like uh meaning of life and stuff what do you remember when that occurred to you like when you asked that obviously life. what a heavy question um <laughs> as a kid did i ever think about meaning of life because I think we eventually, when we grow up, like eventually we t- find that problem and find that that question. I think I, it's more so it like, yeah, I think it's more so like how we framed it back then. Because mm. 
like some some people would see like the big question is like you know what's the meaning of life or mm. what is my purpose in life yep. um but i but growing up your priorities wasn't so more so like you know um what's the meaning of life it's not as profound it's kind of more like what do you want to be when you grow up mm-hmm. and that quote unquote is kind of like the the preface of the what's the meaning of life question. Yeah. Like the kids version. It's like, <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Or like, uh, what kind of person do you want to be when you grow up type mm-hmm. thing? So like those kinds of shifts in the way that the questions are framed. But when do I start? I honestly don't know when I started questioning meaning of life mm-hmm. or like my purpose. And I probably don't think, oh, I thought about it a bit, but I, I don't ponder too hard on it. Mm. I think me as an individual, I had a clearer idea of what I wanted to do very early on. So Mm. some people have or don't really have an idea of what they want to do in the future till in uni or even after uni type thing. Mm. Whereas Mm. for me, I kind of already knew early high school. Mm -hmm. Or even before that, in a sense. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because so, uh, that question didn't, yeah. like, it always occurred to me, I think throughout high school, it, but it never really, really hit me until uni, I think, mm. when I realized, like, because back then I wasn't really happy with what degree I was doing. I didn't, even going to the degree, I didn't, no, I wanted to do it. So mm. I think during uni I, now, I was like, yeah, what do I want mm, to do? Mm. I think there's also a difference, though, with when you're growing up when in first 18 years of your life as well, mm, your mm. concept and value on time is very different. Yeah, and as yeah. well, your um, the choices that you can make for yourself is also very different. And it also depends on your upbringing, your parents and your environment. When you're 18 and older, you're technically in most countries classified as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore you, you're start, you're starting to make your own choices about the way you want your life to be shaped. Mm-hmm. Of course, it depends on like, you know, family background and everything, but you have more authority and control in a sense. So, mm-hmm. And as well, the other thing that I touched on is the the concept of time and the value of time. When you're growing up, I think I remember um, quite common for most kids, you know, they're like, oh, I can't wait to grow up or something like that. Mm. Um, And parents would be like, you have all the time in the world. Mm. And they drill that, like whether they like it or not, they drill that into like, you have all the time in the world because you're so young, right? Mm. (laughs) Then when, when you're 18, 21, 25, you're like, I don't have all the time in the world. And it's it's relative, of course, but you definitely feel the difference. You don't yeah. really have that bubble of protection in a sense of being a kid, um, being in development years or within the constructs of school. So I think, yeah, you're in a different mode. <laughs> Kids mode, adult mode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think... Being tw- like turning 24 didn't really hit me that hard because it's already well well into the, into the realms of an adult. 
I think he, mm-hmm. I think the only time when the birthday really hit me was like a, I think when I was either tw- hit twenty one or eighteen or something. Of like yeah. the big one of the big milestones, mm. and I really realized, oh, I'm an I'm an adult. Adult. <laughs> adult. I have and, to be responsible. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. The next big one is thirty, which is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> see how you feel when you hit twenty-five. That's the Mostly. year. Yeah. Exactly. You'll have a big year. In Chinese culture, normally, you're, mm. you're the year every 12 years when it falls back onto your zodiac sign. Wait, that's, wait is, that's this year for me. What do you mean? That is, like, that is this 20. year. Yeah, no, you're 24. So, so is this supposed to be a big year for me? It's an important year. In what sense? Everything? Um... So, normally, uh, okay, I say it's important and I frame it as important because it could be really good or really bad. So, how do I act differently? No, you don't act any differently, but I'm just saying, normally when you're like 12, 24, every 12 years, Mm. there's some sort of like cycle, but that's like, you know, superstitious and things like that. Yeah. Regardless, I'd like to think of it as like every year is important type thing. For you, mm. it's going to be an important year anyway. So yeah, take it yeah. as it is. Like the, the last year I had that was really, really good was 2018. That was mm-hmm. when I met you and Michelle and did all yeah. the awesome stuff. Mm. It was a really good year for me. Mm-hmm. 2019, 2020 was like, eh. 2020 was, eh. 2019 was okay, I guess. But... <laughs> I have a good feeling about this year. Oh, fantastic. I love that. 2018 mm. was great for me too. Mm. And 2019 was... 2019, what did I do in 2019? 2019 was a traveling. I did a lot of travel that year. Mm. 2020 has been a great year. Great mm. year for me. Mm. I know for most people it is, but it's all about perspective, guys. Mm. Stay strong. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, I definitely have a good feeling about this year too. Mm. So it's really all about perspective. But also I looked up my, um, count Luna, Mm -hmm, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When is it? I see nothing. I see nothing. It just says 31st, just English and Chinese calendar dates for July 31st. Nothing. Same. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because they don't have the same amount of days, right? In Chinese, the lunar calendar and the, what's, what's our, cal- like the normal calendar called? Gregorian? It's just seventh month, fifth, seventh month, fifth day. What does that even mean? So seventh month. So that means from, from it's ju- so February. It's yeah, Seven, no. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, fifth, I don't know. Fifth of the seventh month. Fifth of the seventh month. So fifth so, of July. No, 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 no. From just from Lunar New Year, it's ah. So February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, September fifth. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it, it's it's cooler for me because oh, it's every first. Yeah, fine. You get double double the on the red pocket. Gosh. (laughs) 
did so, not know that, but that's pretty good. Don't you don't you get a red pocket on your birthday anyways? Yeah, but like yeah, it, it just it's great all, that you get two. Up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you get two in a row, which is yeah, in, is nice, but yeah, and like it, compared to everyone else as well. Yeah, <laughs> but it all adds up, you know. If yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So. Oh, that is true. That is true. Mm. Oh, but good. But it's. <laughs> I remember also watching a um. One of those comedy shows, uh, either like Ronnie Chang or mm -hmm. um, something like that. But it's like, you know, we're the only holiday where you get money. <laughs> Wait, what? Say again? What? We're the only holiday that where you get money from other people. They give oh, you money. Yeah. Every other oh, holiday. Yeah. I, I, remember other that's I remember that's from Ronnie yeah. Chang. He's like... Yeah. He was talking about how Asians love the Chinese love money so much. Our greeting for Chinese New Year is uh, Gong Xi Fa Tai, which doesn't mean oh Merry Christmas or something like Happy Happy New Year. It literally means hope you get rich. That is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's like hope you get rich. Hope you get rich. Hope you yeah. get rich. <laughs> That's how much it's ingrained into our culture to <laughs> to wish other people. Get rich, get rich. That's yeah, that's prosperity funny. and rich. Mm. I know. So fun. he does a great skit. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he he is very funny. Mm. Mm. Ah, yeah. <sighs> but yeah. So so many like different. Uh, that's why it's also glad that I'm part of. Like we have the Chinese culture and things like that. Mm -hmm. Just things that you appreciate more when, as you get older, in a mm. sense. But I don't know. Would you really carry that on when you have your own family and things like that? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. It's. I think when I like gr growing up now, I see the value. How, how yeah, the value of traditions and how fun they can be. Mm. So when I was a teenager and I was a kid, I didn't really. I thought I just thought they were stupid because. Mm. I asked. I asked uh, my parents why we did we did those things, and they said it's tr like tradition or some random superstitious re reason. And I, I mm -hmm. thought, oh, that, that doesn't make sense. Eating fish just because it <laughs> it sounds like um, leftovers in Chinese is kind of stupid. So, but now I'm like, yeah, I, I it's 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 fun, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm. But then I guess the the question I leave you with is. Mm. Would you see that your quality or your how you view your childhood would be mm. any different if you didn't have all those traditions? Mm, it definitely would be different, I think. Mm. Like I think there's two sides of it. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like one because we know what it's like, then mm. we compare it, and yep. it's a very loud event. It's a very mm. big, loud. Mm. Um, in your face kind of event mm -hmm. so it'll it like you're if you just take that out mm -hmm. you're obviously already it sounds a lot quieter and in a sense almost lonelier because you know mm -hmm. big families um a lot of events you feel a lot more family love in a sense or family mm -hmm. connected mm -hmm. um but at the same time if there was a lack of that tradition i feel like there would be an opportunity for like other traditions or yeah, true you can make your own traditions in a sense mm. and start your own family legacy and how everyone should celebrate. Maybe, maybe. 
it's um this goes back to the movie soul like one scene where it kind of hit me is one of the like when the when 22 was like um reminiscing about the days that she is it she or he or whatever that yeah okay that they (laughs) okay that that she spent and as a human and Mm -hmm. how like appreciating all the little things like the um running through town and getting a haircut and like and she remembered um getting yelled at on on the train but she said it was scary but still it was good it was fun because she felt something and it's fun to be to appreciate those little things in life so i think Traditions are kind of like that. Even if they don't really mean that much, it's still a fun thing. And it's better to live life like with a lot of little fun things than not at all, you know? So. I agree. I mm. think it's just also, I think in our lives, we get so busy um, mm. and caught up with the things that we're doing, um, the jobs, lives, connections, mm. conversations, and things like that. Sometimes it's really nice to just mm. appreciate the fact that you are alive mm. and so, there's the simple mm. things in life. Yeah. So that's what I really, really got from the movie soul and what I'm trying to um, constantly remind myself every day. That's good. But, yeah. So I think that really helps also like identifying the things the little things that make you happy. Mm. I have, a, I have a little things, little pleasures, simple pleasures list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. In the end, it's the simple things in life that make you happy that actually keep you happy as well, mm-hmm. rather than focusing on like, you know, if I hit this milestone, then I'll be eternally happy. Because yep. when you hit that milestone, most likely it will not continue to continuously make you happy. It'll make you happy for probably like an hour. Yeah, but yeah, mm. we'll just leave, we'll leave it at that. Leave yeah. it at that. I think we'll leave it at that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in this week. And if you do celebrate Lunar New Year, happy New Year, Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. And I, we hope you have a really, really good one. And another great year ahead, because technically that's New Year. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Similar kind of wishes as like... <laughs> happy New Year again. Best New Year. Happy New Year again. And if <laughs> you are celebrating with family, I hope you get lots of money and get rich. <laughs> And if you don't celebrate uh, Lunar New Year, uh, find some friends who do. <laughs> yeah, find some. Yeah, find some friends who do because it's always good to celebrate a holiday. It's always fun. It's a good excuse to get everyone together. In a sense. Yeah. So. But also, who want like you know just just get together and just tell your other friends like I hope you get rich this year. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah. All right then. That's it for now. Have a good one, everyone. Till next week. Till next week. Bye. See ya.